Welcome to the Social Party Podcast. I'm your host, Joe, CEO and founder of The Social Party, a social media agency dedicated to seeing business owners show up and win in the digital space. I launched my business during the 2020 global pandemic and since then have grown it to become a multi six-figure social media agency in two short years. And I wanna show you how to do the same. Consider this your safe space as we real talk and learn what it takes to start your career, what it takes to sustain it, and everything that no one tells you in between. So pull up a seat, grab a drink if you need, because there's an invite for you at this party, the social party. This week's episode is about to begin. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. If you're still here, congrats, you made it through episode three of three. As I started this podcast, I mentioned that this podcast is not for everybody, but it is for the few who are ready to jumpstart their dream social media management career. And so if you're still here, give it up for yourself. I'm proud and I'm excited to continue the conversation with you. In today's episode, we're going to be focusing on your mindset and the right mindset to have before starting. I know, I know you may be anxious to just start already and to figure out how to jumpstart everything. And I promise in our next episode, we're going to get there, but I would be doing you a disservice if I didn't dedicate an entire episode on focusing on the right mindset to have before we actually get into it. Because You can have all the tools, all the systems, all the know-hows on where to start, but if you don't have the right mindset before you start, then when times get hard, I promise you, you're going to want to (laughs) quit because the journey of a business owner and entrepreneur is not for the faint of heart. I will say that starting a business is fun in theory and it's exciting and it's thrilling and it's, it's, it's everything that you should be experiencing before you start but I don't want to see you just start. I want to see you get past the first year mark and beyond because it is going to take grit and it is going to take strength and it is going to take a hustle like you've never hustled before. But if you have the right mindset before you start, then when days get hard, because they will, you'll remember your why for starting and have the strength to keep going within your business. And so we're going to talk about three key mindsets to know. We're going to focus on knowing your why, knowing your mission, and knowing yourself. Number one is your why. What is your why? It can be as simple as, I love social media and I want to make this my full-time career. Awesome. It can be as straightforward as, I want to do something creative with my profession and now is the time because I'm over my corporate nine to five administrative role. Cool. Amazing. Let's do it. Or it can be as deep and sentimental as doing it for your parents. Because for me, my why is my parents. My parents are immigrants. They immigrated here from Vietnam during the Vietnam War If I could dedicate an entire episode to them, I would, but I will keep it short to keep this punchy. But they immigrated here from Vietnam to pursue this American dream that we all dream of. They moved here to, you know, start a family and to be able to have kids and provide them with the opportunities that they were not granted. And so when they moved here, they didn't have a formal degree. 
And if you don't have a formal degree, then that does limit you to the career choices that you can embark on. And so somewhere along the road, a friend of theirs suggested, you know, investing in a food truck. And this was long before hipster trendy food trucks were a thing. This was like a brand new concept 20 to 30 years ago. And somebody offered them a food truck and, you know, just said, try it out. And that eventually led them moving to Seattle, where they started and grew their incredibly successful food truck on wheels. The first small business that I ever was exposed to was my parents. And this was a food truck that got myself, my brother, and my sister through college. It was the small business that sustained our livelihood and allowed for us to be embarking on opportunities that we are today. And if there's two things that this food truck, this small business taught me, it was one is what a strong work ethic looks like. My parents were scrappy and they worked hard. Their day looked like waking up at 3 a.m., running their business to 3 p.m., getting off work, but then preparing from 3 to 5 for the next day, eating dinner as a quick break, preparing again after dinner for for business the next day, going to sleep, and then waking up again at 3 a.m. to do it all over again. And on the weekends, the weekends were spent restocking the kitchen. If any of you have had any experience within the restaurant industry, you know that it is full on. And so imagine applying a restaurant, but putting it on wheels that is literally no joke, but, but my childhood was spent on this food truck. Evenings were spent preparing and helping my parents. Weekends were spent in Costco and Sam's Club, refilling and restocking. Our childhood was spent exposed early on to what hard work looks like and what building a business actually looked like. Don't get me wrong. My parents gave us such a great childhood upbringing. My dad and mom exposed us to so much fun activities, sports activities, travels, so much. They exposed us to so much life early on. And they also exposed us to what hard work looks like. And I credit all of my grit and scrappiness and work ethic to my childhood being a part of that food truck. And the second thing I will say of what it taught me, what their food truck taught me was the power of social media early on. Because I remember when I went to college, it was a bittersweet experience. Obviously there was excitement because I was excited to embark on this new college career and and being away from my hometown, even though it was only 30 minutes away from my hometown of Kent, Washington, 253. But it wasn't that far of a drive, but it was a way enough where I felt like I was embarking on my own mini adventure of becoming my own self, right? And it was a bittersweet experience because I knew that while I was excited for this newfound freedom, it also meant that it was one less person helping my parents' food truck. Because when we all grew up, my parents automatically had three helpers on the business. But one by one, as we went to college, it meant that they were losing one by one and extra hands on the truck. And so me being the last person to graduate, being the youngest sibling, I remember I was the last person to kind of walk away and knowing that it would be one less set of hands to support the business. But, you know, I went away to college, did my thing. And I remember coming home during one of my quarterly breaks and I rolled up to the driveway, seeing my dad, you know, working on the food truck and and preparing and restocking inventory. And I'll never forget the condition that my dad's food truck was in. I'm talking menus designed with paper and Sharpie. And 
decals tearing and it just was it just was not the same condition that I remember it being in when I left for college and I'll never forget just ah it tears your heart a little bit knowing that this was the truck in the business that got us to college but now seeing it in the state of the condition that it was like it it ah just it was a sad sad thing to see and I remember after that week was done and going, getting ready to go back to school, I remember I had a clear decision in that moment. I could go back to school and, you know, recognize that, that, that is, that it is just what it is. And I'm just too busy to be able to support my parents any longer in that way. Or I could figure out and make time to actually support my parents' business, even while at college. Because while I was living under my parents' household, I was physically able to support by being a helping hand. But perhaps it could look different now that I'm in college pursuing this business degree. Maybe I can actually apply what I'm learning in school on the marketing side to my dad, to my dad's business. And so I'll never forget, I was like, dad, you have a marketing manager and that person is me. <laughs> Surprise. And I remember I did this entire deep dive and it was a threefold project. It was one redesigning the menu for his truck and designing it literally with, what did I use? Canva didn't exist at that time. It must've been like PowerPoint, but, and I didn't know Photoshop at that time, but I made it work and I designed these incredible, well-displayed visual menu boards for my dad's truck. We hired a truck decal service to be able to print new logos for my dad's truck. And thirdly, what we did is we rebranded the entire business. My dad's food truck was called RC Catering. R stood for Randy, my dad, and C for Cam, my mom. And that became RC Catering. Cool. It was cute, but it didn't actually portray why people chose my dad's food truck over the past 20 years because my dad had a loyal clientele for decades and the reason why if you were to ask anybody why they continue to come back to my dad is because of my dad like he is the face of the brand he is the the connector of relationships and he if you ever get the honor and privilege of meeting him he is a comedy show in a person. He is the funniest man I have ever met. If you think that I'm wild and extra and <laughs> full of life, then you have not met my dad because that's where I get it from. And he is hysterical and so loved by the city of Seattle. And so I was like, dad, we need to rebrand this. We're going to call this Famous Randy's because this truck is famous because of you. And we're going to call this Famous Randy tagline, Seattle's number one most comedic food truck because my dad, if you know him, he will give you good food and a good time. And he's known for bringing costumes and wigs and, and all these things because he just enjoys making people laugh and ensuring that they're having a good time while they're with him. And so we did the whole rebrand. We, we rebranded it to Famous Randy's. I set up a quick photo shoot and I took a photo of my dad with this cowboy hat and we literally blew that up and that became the face and logo of my dad's truck. So that when you drove by and saw my dad's truck, you would see two Two things my dad's face with the cowboy hat on and you would see famous randy's seattle's number one most comedic food truck 
And after we did those three things, the rebranding, the new logos, the decals and menu board, then we created a Facebook page and an Instagram page for my dad so that there was credibility to his name and so that all of his loyal customers could actually like and engage with his content. And I'll never forget what that produced on the other side. It created the opportunity to sell for the Seattle Sounders, Seattle's professional soccer team. And then that caught wind and led to the opportunity to sell for the Seattle Mariners, Seattle's major league baseball team. And the opportunities only grew from then because of the strong branding and the strong social media presence. And the cherry on top of all of it was when a news anchor caught wind of my dad's truck because he rolled up, I kid you not, on a Seattle sunny day, they both ended up at the same red light. And he looked up and saw my dad's lovely face with a cowboy hat on with the tagline of famous Randy's Seattle's number one community food truck and knew that there was a story within this truck. He reached out, he got my dad's story, and he ended up being on the evening news channel, sharing his story of immigrating here from Vietnam, sharing his story behind this food truck and the legacy that he was building within the Seattle community over t- for over 20 years. That is the power of social media. And that is the power of what a strong branding can do for your business. My dad's business was the first case study before the social party even launched. And it became the why and the reasoning for launching this business when I did, because we launched during the 2020 global pandemic. And if you were to replay that time, the world shut down and everything went online. If you are a corporate company, you most likely had a marketing department to support in this transition, to support this abrupt transition to the digital space. But if you were a small business owner, you most likely did not have a marketing team to support this adoption to the digital space. And if you are like my parents, you may not have known anything about social media. Social media is a foreign language to my parents. And in that, I saw the incredible need to step out to support business owners in that way. I'm talking vending for the coffee shop owner down the street. I'm talking supporting the real estate professional who didn't have a marketing manager at that, who didn't have a social media marketing manager at that time. I'm talking about all the local small business owners who had to adjust so rapidly in order to grow and sustain their business during this time. If there was anything that the pandemic proved, it proved that we are more digitally connected than we knew. Social media is not just the way to stay connected to your loved ones, but it became the way for businesses to still show up for their customers in order to connect, grow, and scale their business, even during wild times like a global pandemic. And that's the reason why we started the social party was to be able to not just show up and teach you how to go viral on social media. Anyone on TikTok can do that. But our reasoning for showing up was to show up for small business owners so that they can also show up and win in the digital space. That was our why and that was our reasoning. So when I was able to define my clear why so through and through, that became the backbone for the business. So when days got hard and I was like, I don't know if I'm cut out for this, I thought of my parents and the long nights that they put in to grow the business that got me here. 
And when there's so many people that you can serve and when it gets noisy and loud, I was able to lean back on my why of who I was serving and why I was choosing to add value to their business in that way. I could choose to serve anybody, but for me, my why was very clear and showing up for small business owners in this way because I remember the successful case study within my parents before I even started this business. And so you have to ask yourself what your why is. And if it's as direct and simple as I love social media and I want to make this my full-time occupation, or perhaps it's, I just desperately want to bleed a creative role, or maybe it's something that has moved you in your upbringing, like this story that I'm sharing with you that produces a clear why in why you're starting your business right now. Whatever that is, I just want to implore you to figure out what your why is so that when times get hard and you want to quit and you question yourself, you remember your why as your backbone to keep going. So know your why. Secondly is know your mission. There's no business if there's no mission. A mission allows you to see what the vision is and keeps you aligned as you navigate this new journey ahead. And in the social media space, it may seem so obvious. The mission is to show up on social media and to grow and scale businesses, which is, yes, very true. That is the purpose of leveraging social media for your business. But for us here at The Social Party, we wanted to go even more defined with our mission because as I mentioned in our why, we're not here to serve everybody, but we are here to serve small business owners. And so our mission is very clear in that we want to serve business owners so that they can show up and win in the digital space. There's a very clear who, there's a very clear why, and there's a very clear purpose, right? And so for us, that's our mission. So that when clientele is coming in left and right, and when things get busy and loud and noisy, there's a clear mission to keep us anchored on so that as we build, we can stay aligned with the clear mission of our business. So what's your mission? What's the mission of your business? And how can you clearly articulate and define that? And number three, know yourself. This is probably the most important mindset key to have because you are your greatest asset in your business. And so it's up to you to get as real and raw and vulnerable with yourself so that you can show up effectively for your business. Starting a business is so humbling. I'm sure you can identify what your strengths are, but it takes real humility to actually recognize what your weaknesses are. And the quicker you can recognize what your weaknesses are, what your shortcomings are, then the quicker you can identify solutions to grow in that. Because at the end of the day, you are your greatest asset and you are the greatest liability to your business. Starting a business is not for the faint of heart because my output directly affects the input, right? If I'm choosing not to build or if I'm choosing to slough off or if I'm choosing to take it easy because I can because I'm the boss of my own company, that's great. But how is that directing the input of what you're bringing in, right? The rate of my output determines the rate of expansion within the business that I'm building. And so it's up to me to get real and raw with what I'm great at and what I'm not so great at. And once I recognize what I'm not so great at, it's up to me to create solutions to fill that. 
And in addition to this, I'm talking routines. I've had to learn that I am a night person through and through. And I've had to learn how to win my nights so that I can win my mornings, so that I can win my weeks. And I used to lie to myself so hard and tell myself that I would wake up at 4 a.m. to start my day early. And what would happen? I'd wake up at nine and then I'd become incredibly frustrated, disappointed, and discouraged wondering what was wrong with me, why I struggle so hard to wake up early and why I can't function like a normal human being that I'm seeing on social media who's encouraging me to wake up at 4 a.m. to start my mornings off strong, right? Like there, I've had to really have many coming to Jesus moments, meaning coming to the reality of my strengths and my weaknesses and be able to really assess what I was going to do about it in order to, in order to set myself up well, to show up effectively for my business. And so if I'm struggling to wake up early, it was probably an assessment of what my nights were looking like. Was I staying up all the way to midnight, crashing, sending my alarm at 4am and then wondering why I didn't get up? Yeah, that was exactly what I was doing. And so I've had to mature through that and actually decide, okay, if I'm wanting to have strong mornings, I need to have strong nights. So even if I'm not tired by nine or 10 o'clock, it doesn't matter. I need to do my night routine, get in bed and force myself to go to sleep so that I can have strong mornings. And, and that didn't come naturally. And so when I say have an honest assessment and audit of yourself, I say that because it'll set yourself up for a win. When you become your own boss, no one's managing you and no one's, you know, conducting your annual review, it's up to you to have those honest assessments within yourself. And the quicker you can not have an ego within your business and really pursue humility to know where your strengths are, but know where your shortcomings are, then the quicker you'll be able to grow and become the person that you want to be and that you need to be in order to see your business flourish and grow. And so know yourself and have that honest evaluation. So these are the three mindset keys to have in your pocket before you start. I promise if there's one thing that I want you to have before we dive into starting is this entire episode. It takes a strong mindset to be able to persevere through the hard days, through the challenging days, through the long days, because those days will come and you will question if you are made for this. And let me tell you, you are, you are more than capable of doing this, but it's going to take the right mindset before you start to be able to tackle those annoying days where you do question yourself. Because on those long days, when it does get hard, you can fall back on your why. For me, on those days where I wanted to quit, I remembered my why and I remembered my parents and that kept me going another day, another week, and then another month, right? That kept me going. And when I knew what my mission was, then that kept me focused because people will have opinions and people will have thoughts and people will have stuff to say always. But if you know so wholeheartedly the mission of what you're you're building, then that will keep you so anchored on this journey that it doesn't and won't matter what anybody says because you're so locked in to the mission of what you're building to keep you going forward, right? And thirdly, once you know yourself wholeheartedly, then you'll be able to show up effectively becoming the person that you need to be to see this business through. 
So keep these three mindset keys in your pocket for the good days and for the days when you'll feel like quitting because those days will come. But when you remember your why and when you remember your mission and remember who you are and how strong you are to persevere through this, then you'll decide to get back up and go another round. And as you do, I just want you to know one thing that I'm rooting for you and I see you. So now we begin. We begin the fun part of starting. Stay tuned for next week's episode as we dive in and talk about the five critical items to starting your dream social media manager career. Bring a notepad while you're at it because we're going in and we're going there. So until then, stay social, keep the party going. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll talk to you soon. If you enjoyed this episode and found value in it, I'd love to hear from you as we grow and expand this party together. Leave a review so that others can find us too. Share this podcast with the current or aspiring social media manager in your life. Connect with me on social media. I love to formally meet you and head to the socialparty.org for all of the after party show notes. Thank you for tuning in and I'll catch you in the next episode. 